Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium. Take people that were watching, and they told me that uh, only 10 seconds of it recorded. <laughs> and sure enough, only 10 seconds recorded. So anyway, this is take two. We're going to do it all again, and hopefully this time it'll it'll take. A uh, couple of announcements. We do have a vid chat tomorrow. This will be the African-European time zone vid chat. Uh, that will be at 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time. As always, I'll be there early for a little pre-chat conversation and informal banter. And um, then the chat probably is going to start early because I've already had some questions submitted, which is unusual that they have come in uh, earlier this week. Uh, second announcement is the new book, is a self-published book. It is up on Lulu. There's a little link to it on the homepage of the website over on the right-hand side of the website. It's been doing uh, fairly well. Um, it has not crossed that magic threshold that I have in my own mind for uh, how many copies I want to see sold before I decide to go ahead and do all the future books in that self-publishing format. But anyway, uh, today is a topic I seldom talk about and that's religion. Uh, I do talk about it quite a lot when I get questions about this topic in vid chat, but uh, I don't very often comment about it in the news and views. However, there's a story that came out that uh, a member and regular reader shared here with me that really caught my eye and, and got me thinking in terms of some high-octane speculation that I want to address uh, at the end of this article. Uh, the article is titled, Police Seize Vatican Laptops in Largest Ever Pedophile Ring Bust. And it's that one detail, and I'll point it out again once we get into the article, that, ha that got me to thinking, and uh, I want to share my speculations with you. I want to read several paragraphs from this article, I'll link it on the YouTube video and on the website. This is an article by Baxter Dimitri, an unusual name. And the first few paragraphs read this way, quote, Police have been raiding the offices of the Catholic Church since June. Now, this is in Chile, folks. Seizing laptops and files belonging to church officials and the Vatican after prosecutors became frustrated with the Catholic Church's ongoing protection of pedophile priests. According to Pope Francis and the Vatican, the Catholic Church is under no obligation to divulge information about pedophile priests claiming that details of sexual crimes committed by Catholic officials are protected under canon law as pontifical secrets. However, according to a report by Reuters, Beginning since mid-June, there have been six raids on the offices belonging to the Catholic Church. Authorities have reportedly seized, listen to this, folks, here's the detail that caught my attention. According to uh, authorities, authorities have reportedly seized documents, files, computers, laptops, and tablets belonging to church officials and the Vatican. The raids are part of an ongoing investigation into allegations of rampant child sexual abuse committed by Catholic priests all over the world. The raids have been staged as a surprise as surprise sweeps and are being regarded as the most aggressive ever undertaken by a judicial authority against the Roman Catholic Church. Reuters reports 
two special envoys sent by Pope Francis to investigate a child sex abuse scandal in Chile were meeting priests and church workers at a university in the Chilean capital last month when aides rushed into the room with an alarming development. Police and prosecutors were about to start raiding church offices. I'm skipping a paragraph or two. Police and prosecutors were staging simultaneous raids on church offices less than a mile away from the university and outside the capital looking for evidence of sex crimes the church had not reported to the police. The surprise sweeps ordered by Emiliano Arias, a provincial prosecutor, mark the start of what experts who track sex crimes in the Roman Catholic Church say is one of the most aggressive investigations ever undertaken by a judicial authority anywhere in the world. Skipping a few paragraphs again. Pope Francis is under fire for protecting pedophile priests, often punishing them with a prayers not prison scheme that has enraged victims who are calling for the church to allow the priests to serve jail time for their crimes against children. Arias said he launched the raids after church officials in Rancagua, the capital of the O'Higgins region, told him that he would have to make formal petition to the Vatican to obtain information he was seeking because it was protected by pontifical secret. The Roman Catholic Church says the pontifical secret provision in canon law is intended to protect the privacy of all involved in sex abuse claims. Critics say bishops have historically used it as a shield to block inquiries from civil authorities. And I'm going to leave it there. Now, here's my high-octane speculation. Um, my suspicion is, given the fact that we're dealing now with laptops, files, telephones, tablets, and so on, that these files may represent a, a Vatican-wide, a Roman Catholic Church-wide uh, database of allegations of this nature. <clears throat> and as a result, that would also represent a database for people to construct precisely the type of network under investigation, all right? Now, I have long suspected, as, as most of you know, whenever I talk about this topic, that indeed there is some, seems to be some sort of worldwide network of this type of activity, of organ harvesting, of sex slavery rings, and, and all, all sorts of just uh, truly heinous stuff that people are involved in. The real question is, why are they involved, and what's the relevance to the Roman Catholic Church? And I suspect that here the relevance is that these activities constitute control files. In other words, once they hook people into this sort of thing, then they have blackmail leverage on them. And I strongly suspect, and I'm crawling way out on a limb here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buttress it with some speculation from someone else. I strongly suspect that in the Vatican's case, that this network goes back at least as far, if not prior to the Second Vatican Council. Now, why is that significant? Well, if you're Roman Catholic, if you're any sort of traditional Roman Catholic and you remember the days of the old Latin Mass before the almost overnight modernization in, in the Roman Catholic Church took place, um, 
you will recall that that this happened so quickly it was almost breathtaking. Now, if you know a, a bit of the history of the Second Vatican Council, written by Roman Catholics themselves, you will know that there was indeed a group that took over the council, a, a we might call them the, the ecclesiastical equivalent of the progressives, all right, political progressives, a kind of a left-leaning, liberal, theological sort of group that took over that council and drove the reforms. And I strongly suspect that a network of this sort, a blackmail network of this sort, may have been behind uh, the, those sweeping changes and getting all of the bishops of, of the Roman Church to go along with it. There was enough pressure, in other words, working behind the scenes to do this. Now, there does exist a body of scholarship in the Roman Catholic Church by traditionalist Catholic scholars that do suggest that there was indeed some sort of network. What I'm doing now is I'm tying this to this pedophilia network that is not just within the Roman Church, but I think pretty much everywhere in the world involving any sort of people and positions of power. Now, I want to point out that the late Jesuit uh, father, Malachi Martin, his very last book was a novel called Windswept House, in which he alleged in the form of fiction that there was indeed precisely such a network within the Roman Catholic Church comprised of very powerful clergy and hierarchs in the, in the Roman Catholic Church that were involved in that kind of activity and that moreover were involved in that activity in conjunction with their hidden and real belief in occult practice and, and ritual. So it's been out there for a while, but now I suspect with this development that now there are computers, it's kind of fitting even the this back and forth between the Trump and Clinton camps and the Anthony Weiner laptop and so on and so forth. It's kind of fitting that pattern. And apparently Chilean authorities have now seized some of these laptops and have information. Now, that information is not going to come out immediately because, of course, it will be used in uh, prosecutions and trials in, in Chile. But I suspect eventually that some of these details are going to come out. And I suspect that we're going to have to start connecting some dots here to things that are going on inside the Roman Church and then things that are not even ecclesiastically connected at the surface level, but that might be connected at this much deeper level of control files and this global network. We'll see. Uh, but this is a major development. Apparently, these raids in Chile were coordinated and struck all over the country at more or less the same time. So this is going to be an interesting development, definitely one to watch. I strongly suspect that the other part of what's involved in these networks in, in the Vatican's case also concerns the Vatican Bank, uh, which uh, Francis has been trying without much success to get a handle on and clean out. So I strongly suspect that that's another reason you're going to see this tied in with these very same networks that we've been hearing about. I strongly suspect that this is going to eventually tie itself to things like the Franklin scandal that occurred in this country back in the late 1980s and with the uh, University of Pennsylvania scandal much more recently. There are networks uh, of, of these people, and they have, they have infiltrated pretty much everything and used these control files to drive some pretty 
wild and crazy agendas. Uh, ultimately, I think the agendas of Mr. Globalone. So definitely a story here I think that's important to watch in the coming years. Um, I know that some of you have watched it. Uh, this is in part my explanation for why the churches just suddenly seem to go crazy in the 1960s. Uh, I think that this type of activity, this type of uh, pressure was being worked behind the scenes. Uh, the seminaries in the churches, I think, began to be infiltrated by groups like this sometime in the 18th century, and slowly they built up a network inside of various churches until they sprang this uh, liberalizing agenda. So anyway, that's my that's my take. That's my guess. Uh, time will tell if I'm right or if I've just again walked <laughs> right off the end of the twig of speculation on this one. Anyway, don't forget tomorrow vid chat at uh, 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time and uh, pre chat. I'll probably show up early like I always do. Uh, and don't forget the new book is out. Uh, the response has been good, but I'm still kind of hoping to see it will cross that magic threshold. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. I'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.